for the players. I'm Ryan Betson. I'm Max Cooper. And this is For The Players, the pop culture PlayStation podcast with 40 years of playing PlayStation and 10 plus years in that game's me combined. I'd like to thank you for joining us in this PlayStation conversation. This PlayStation conversation happens every Monday morning at 8 a.m. on podcast services, including Apple Podcasts and Spotify, and 9 a.m. on those YouTubes. If you'd like to take part in future conversations with us, come and check out our socials. Facebook, Discord, Instagram, and X is still a dumb name. Come check those out. All those links can be found in the description below. If you want to join the conversation as it happens, head over to twitch.tv slash thepopcultures. We can watch us record this show live, or you can jump in the chat and become part of the show. If you want to support the show, you can tell your friends, tell your family about this position pod. If you are listening to us on podcast service, be sure to give us a five-star rating and a written review. Uh, if you're watching us on YouTube, be sure to like, subscribe, and comment below. I endeavor to answer every single comment. And if you want to support us financially, you can at patreon.com slash popcultures, as well as our merchandise store, popcultures.com slash shop. We can buy shirts and other assorted shit with our logos on it. He's looked deep in thought there, Max. Um, what's got no, you, what's just, got you pondering? No, no, Paz just finally replied. Oh, <laughs> good on him. Yeah. So how's the things? How 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 goes it all? Yeah, not too bad. Yeah, not too bad at all. That's good. I spent, I spent, spent my week fighting with the Victorian government because they won't give me my money for solar panels. Oh no! They're like, you didn't you didn't upload your. Uh, you didn't upload your rates notice correctly. You didn't use... We don't have it. I'm like, you provided me with a link. It's the only place I could have uploaded it. How the fuck do you not have it? Oh, I don't, I don't know. We'll send you another link and then you'll have to wait another five to eight business days to be reapproved. I'm just like, are you fucking kidding me? God damn it. So, <laughs> like, I want my free money, you fucks. Um, well, how much, oh, you know, uh, I, I do appreciate that we start, you know, this gaming related podcast with our own adult, like, dramas that are relevant to anything. Just bashing the government. Yeah, normally it's I like, want, oh man, this or... Okay. Like, it's like, oh, hard. my job, oh, my family, oh, this thing. It's like how every show for us starts. And it's always like, that's not engaging. That's not entertaining. But other than that, it's been a pretty good week. That's good. Yeah. Yeah, I myself. Oh, was, yeah. Actually, we, we did. Sorry, I, I will point out just because you mentioned the thing. What did you do about family? We got some interesting news this week. Oh yeah. So as you, as you all know, my wife, we're expecting our second that child. That's true. Uh, it turns out going to be here much sooner than anticipated. How so? Uh, could be here by the end of August. Wait, what? <laughs> How? So uh, basically, he's real big. You big boy. Real big. Um, Got their max genes. He's, he's currently bigger than Hadley was when Hadley was born. Oh no! Oh, oh no! And he's he's only thirty two weeks done. So. <laughs> <laughs> uh, wow! So, so we're hoping to push it to the thirty seven week mark, which is like mid September. But they're like, might have to be end of August. Like he's gonna blow apart your vagina. I highly encourage you to have him 
Nailed. So apparently, apparently, his head's sitting underneath my wife's rib cage at the moment, and just destroying her like fucking diaphragm. Yeah, it's so, incredible. Yeah, good times. Oh, it's incredible for for us because we're not having to experience it. For her, it sounds real bad. Yeah. But other than that, this week's been pretty big. Because yeah, sure. wait, because yeah, isn't it? It was the little one supposed to be like Pax weekend. Yeah, yeah, October. Like that's. <laughs> Like, granted, he's going to be real big, but isn't there a greater other risks? Maybe. Well, that's why they're, that's why they're hoping to get to, like, 37 weeks as, like, the safe zone. Because, yeah, I was born, like, six weeks early, and I was fucked. I was fucked up. What do you mean, was? Still are. No, that's true. That's true. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> yeah. Well, once again, you're not wrong. <laughs> you're just an asshole. yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> You know, when I was when I was born, I was told that I was going to be I was in fact growth retarded, exact words, and I was only ever going to be like five two and skinny. Jokes on them, tall and fat, eat a dick. Uh, take that, medical doctors with your degrees. <laughs> Not happening. Yeah. yeah. Well, my week didn't have any. Um, hey, suddenly you might have a giant baby. Uh, <laughs> uh, I was up in Sydney this week for work. Uh-huh. At the old meme college. That was the old meme college, yep. Do it <laughs> the meme offices. Uh, <laughs> making all my bullshit, which is cool. That was fun. Putting out, all the, putting out all the fires that Lizzo started. Oh, man. That was a fun morning. That was a fun morning. So for those that don't know, I, like, so I, I, I work at the Manshake, right? I'm the commu- content and community manager. So the Batuta advocate told no one just drops this article over this week. It was just like, uh, Lizzo instructed has like, they're a, they're a satire website. Um, but the, the satire was that, yeah, Lizzo had forced all her female dancers to drink the man shake, which we were like, can we use this in some way? So we did have a small meeting of like, can we twist this? And I'm like, well, we have all those videos of Warren. He's doing the dancing. I can crop him into some fucking Lizzo shit. That'd be funny. That was pretty funny. We didn't use it, but it was very funny. So yeah, there was a, it was a good like three hours of us like, let's see where this goes. What how's it going to happen? Can we use this? Can we exploit this? Nah, short answer is no. It's a cool idea though. Uh, what I get up to on the weekend though? Friday was pretty chill. Uh, yesterday, time of recording, so we recorded on Sunday. So Saturday, I was over at Seaford at APW doing commentary for them again. That was awesome. Uh, and today, as I said, I have done a diddly shit after being interstate and like that whole level of draining, you know, as I talked about as much as I like, you know, I enjoy my job and my coworkers are cool. They're all normies and me being super neurodivergent. Is, is no so i needed to like have some time and just be neurodivergent so today i just kind of i played some games i watched seinfeld uh and some always sunny um and that was my day i was like well seeing as i didn't get home to like three o'clock this morning as well from the wrestling i was like i'm going to jack shit today um and i kind of just did nothing i think i dozed on and off from the couch um and as a result, I'm like so tired because normally I'm used to functioning on minimalistic sleep, but now that I've like topped up throughout the day, I feel like garbage, but we do have a show to get to and we do have some things to talk about. As I mentioned, the did play a little bit of the games, 
Now, Max, we can. There are two games that we can finally talk about. Yeah. And they are. So, um, thanks to the team over at Five Star Games, we have been checking out Atlas Fallen. Yeah. It's had a complete mind blank of what <laughs> what I've been playing. So this, this was a game uh, that caught your attention, and I was like, oh, okay. Yeah, so this, this caught my attention. I believe it was showcased off at one of the, uh, one of the Sony showcases a while back. <clears throat> it uh, was giving me... Because uh, it, was, it was very much shown off as a cooperative uh cooperative combat game so i'm like instantly i'm like oh it kind of looks like destiny kind of looks like outriders it's got this cool movement system in it It looks really good you know it's touching all those touching all those wheelhouses that i like all that stuff Uh, i've been playing it predominantly solo Mm -hmm. and all the time it's like hey man this is this is built to be played multiplayer you sure you don't want to play multiplayer sure you don't want to like you know match make and and find some multiplayer like no for now i'm just cool chilling by myself so this game uh, you play as a a nameless person uh in this world they are so unimportant that they would the never class system them. that you live with yeah, the, yeah. your character yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah so you are you're basically the lowest of the low in the, in the hierarchy of the social strata and you are nameless and you are and you know you start off in an encampment that you you you're oppressed as shit by these uh military wank nuts in a, in a nutshell and you uh early on you go out and you find this magical gauntlet now stop me if you've heard this story mm, before. Mm. <laughs> um yeah. we i had some interesting exchanges while <laughs> playing it this week um and then you know you start to you know save your fellow man and you you go off on this mystical journey as to how the how the gauntlet has its possesses its powers how it's helping you uh, what's the word what's the um so what i'm looking for like um uh, basically break the social structure that's mm. that, that exists in this world <clears throat> so i'm i'm fairly early on in this game i think i played about six ish hours at the moment um it's very different to what the what I what my first initial mm. thoughts were when I saw the first trailer. I completely agree. <laughs> um, it turns out it's not like a Destiny and Outriders. Uh, it's it's like Monster Hunter, mm. <laughs> which is fine. I like Monster Hunter. It's fine. Uh, the 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 sand skating movement system that they showed off a lot is really cool, but the second you step off sand. You're walking and it sucks. Oh yeah, traversal yeah. becomes real shit when you can't skate on the sand. Um, the map is fairly large and open at the moment where I'm up to, um, and thankfully I am like balls deep in a desert. So the majority of the time I am doing that fun sand skating thing. The enemies, to a degree, so far from what I've played against still early on, are you know fairly different and unique which is cool. You, you kind of have to fight them each in their own individual way to take them down because they have what, what they refer to in game. I believe it's uh, the, the terminology they use is the core. So you have to destroy the core. So sometimes the core is just not apparent until you knock off certain parts of the creature itself mm-hmm. and so on and so forth. The, the story itself, uh, again, early on, but so far is, you know, less than desired. It's, it's that trope of this this magical artifact used to belong to these magical 
this magical group of, of I think it's knights in this game, mm. and you're you're essentially on a quest to reawaken the powers of the gauntlet. So you're doing a lot of those fetch quests of like go and find this upgrade point go find that upgrade point and then as you do the glove becomes stronger you get more powers <clears throat> it has a very interesting um skill tree where you actually find the skills in the outer game and you have to slot them into the gauntlet to make it work uh it has in combat i believe it's called the momentum 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 bar. yes yes yeah so as you the, the, the higher your combo the more damage you do but the more damage you take yes. so it's that risk reward of you can keep going hard but they're going to hit you just as hard back but as you progress the momentum bar there's three separate stages in it it will unlock different um special attacks essentially of what you can do uh, most of them are fairly big bombastic aoe attacks which are useful others you can put passive skills in so you take less damage as your momentum bar fills to offset that that risk reward system that they have in place i'm enjoying my time with it again it's fairly early it's fairly bland it's very it's fairly by the books mm -hmm. as a as a um fantasy goes um it's it's not doing anything that i haven't seen before ah, very nice very but it is fun nice. enough that i'm going to keep playing it excellent so before i jump in so a uh, big shout out to the mullet show for resubscribing for uh for another month at tier one they've been subscribed for 65 months and they said fuck it's cold it is cold i said after being in sydney where like when i when i flew in 10 degrees difference from sydney to melbourne and it was horrible yeah, when I, drove, when I drove home from work the other night, it was fucking negative two degrees. Ew. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. Spring. Sp please come sooner, spring. But yeah, so like for me... Have, have, have you been feeling on it? Uh, look, I've really been like an hour in it, an hour and a bit I, maybe. I literally said, watch the trailer. It could be for you. And you're like, oh, this looks all right. And I watched the trailer I, I said, and I was like, oh, I said, cool. And you're like... I said the word Outriders and you're like, oh, I liked Outriders. Yeah, you're like Outriders. I'm like, I like Outriders. Outriders is cool. All right, let's give this a bell. And then I boot up and then I'm going, wow, this game's double A as hell. <laughs> and that was the exact message I sent to you. I was like, oh, this game is painfully, painfully double A. Which is not a bad thing entirely. But like the lip syncs like a bit jack uh the voice like the dialogue is poo like the the delivery is not very good like it's very, very overly plain. emotive yeah you know but like not in a real naturally sort of way um it is essentially for spoken with less budget um even down and like as you're a nobody you know and then you get your gauntlet uh and that gauntlet talks to you uh and then you use it to have powers and I'm like, okay, so clearly they, Forspoken, Atlas Fallen had a similar idea. Um, one was better. And both of them weren't that great. But one was better. It's not this one. But uh, that's just, that's me. As I said, I've only put an hour into it, so I've, I've barely done done anything of note. For me, I found like it just controlled a bit weird. It, uh, visually, it's fine. The, ca the camera movement is so ridiculously sensitive. Yeah. I, have to I have to go into the options and turn everything yeah. way down. Like, which makes sense when you get to the point where you can like speed run dunes. Like You want that high like camera movement so you can adjust accordingly. But when you're just walking and you bump the stick and it's like... Whoa, you know, you're like, oh, well, hang on. I'm at the point now where I have like uh, double jumps and two air dashes. So I'm just literally just flying around. So it, avoiding it any does, actual walking. Does make sense to have the high camera. But at the start, it's very, it doesn't ease you into it. It's just, mm. it's just 
jacked up to 11 straight away. Yeah. And like I said, like for me, it's not singing to me, but nor did I ex- really expect it to, as this yeah. was more, most definitely a Max game than, than it was a Betson game. Um, but I, like, I'm interested to, to check it out a little bit, at least. Like I, I it just happened to, we'll like, the to, code, we'll the code to. came in just before we, I left for Sydney. So I, I've not really been able to give it a go. We'll have to put some time up. Um, we'll have to try and organize a time where we're both online at the same time mm, and try the mm. multiplayer. Because obviously, it, it has been from from memory, it has been very much touted to be a multiplayer game, yeah. like a cooperative game. So I wonder how different it plays just having someone extra in the world. Yeah, and that so, yeah, and that does make sense. From like I said, that the even the momentum system alone, which builds up, you know, like which in, indicates from a monster from a monster hunter space, is you got some big bads coming. And additional mm. an additional body would be very helpful. For sure. Um, any any other Anthony you want to add 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 on to that one? No, I think I pretty much because I'm yeah. so early and I think I think I've summed up my time with it so far. But I'm definitely looking forward to going back and, and getting more done. Yeah, and it's very likely we'll have more to say over the coming weeks as Max will no doubt keep going. But speaking of uh, games that are that are great with multiple players, the other one we've been playing is Moving Out Two. So this code was nicely gifted to us from Paul James Games at Player Two, who I believe he received them from Team Seventeen, um, the publishers for this game. This game's from uh, Australian team smg uh best known for the squared and moving out one so moving out two is essentially and like take move out moving out one make it make it look better make it run better make cool new levels have fun like more characters more costumes the game's fantastic yeah it's good fun it is it's, i mean the first game was great fun and, and now that it, it is running better looking smoother mm. all, all that jazz um the 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 variety in different levels <clears throat> is just it's so much fun um i've all i've already said to a lot of um, i've got a group of friends who will play playstation together um it's launching on playstation plus mm-hmm. my guys we have to get this game mm-hmm. this is this is this is gonna be our next game that we all play together it's gonna be fun it should be great yeah. um have you ever wanted to move out of your house and just throw shit out the top floor window because i certainly have yeah. <laughs> and one one of the things the game brought in as well so for the base game for for more, uh, moving out one uh there was the uh, a dlc f- uh called uh, i think it was just called moving in or something the idea was that you rather than moving out you move furniture back in so that's that sprinkles within the main game here rather than being a separate little function so in the first one you complete the game and go oh well do you want to go back to it and move shit into this new house into that house we're here it's kind of like a a, a mode mm. within the story <laughs> but yeah so like it's it's interesting like it, it looks better it runs better it just it weirdly runs smoother somehow i think it's running at a higher frames than it did previously not that it ran bad the first time um you said that there is a lot more different biomes for lack of a better term uh in that you have the main um residential space that you have in the first game and then you expand it into like a futuristic world like a magic world you know there's i think there's like five different realms um i've only seen three of them at the moment being the standard one the futuristic one and the magic one um where the original had the main area kind of a second one and a little bit of a third i was like maybe three levels here and one or two in the in the Mm. final one so they didn't really have the scope where here each area or biome 
has numerous levels within it so you're getting a really good like taste and and uh swatch i don't know that's a good word of uh various levels and uh fun to, to, to have so of course it has the standard you know hey get more stars the quicker you do it here's little weird side objectives within each level like oh you know don't break any windows or you know put all the pieces of poop into the into the truck or you know don't let the goose get away or you know these there's little little fun objectives for each mission so obviously the more you do the more stars you get i'm finding there are some levels max that like it's really easy to get the pro time and then some are Wow, a lot harder. It's almost like the game was designed to be played with more people. Yeah, speaking of speaking of playing with more people, if you go if you go to head over to player2.net.au or their YouTube channel, you can hear myself, Max, and Paul James and Buddy Watson uh, try to be a coherent team. Yeah, it all goes to shit very quickly. Yeah, very quick. Because like, so I I have gone back and replayed one uh, this week as well, or uh, early this week. Um, so I rolled credits on that, which was awesome. And then I went straight into two. And because I played the entire first game by myself, I forget that it's co-op. In that we, the second we get into that four-player mode, I'm like, all right, and I'm doing it as if I normally would. And well, I, I want to point out that it all turned to shit because you started slapping people and then everyone realized that we could slap each other and then it all just turned into this shit storm of us knocking each <laughs> other off. That's true. I did uh, smack you into oblivion in that future level. <laughs> <laughs> Although, although I did use it use it for good on one of the levels, I'm like, buddy's like, I'm going to take the teleporter. I'm like, or I could just smack you across the gap, and it worked. <laughs> so that was, that was good fun. So but how yeah, much have game... you played of it by yourself? Oh, not none. No, I played I played the tutorial by myself uh, right before playing with you with you three for mm -hmm. the for the player two play stuff. Um, and I, I haven't gone back yet because I know I just want to play a multiplayer. Yeah, okay. Yeah, for me, it's it's kind of become the game that I'm just defaulting to at the moment. And I know that if I go in and play it solo, I'll also be like, when I play it with friends, I'll be like, oh, this is how we fuck, do it. You fucks are doing it wrong. This mm. is how it needs to be done. And I don't, I don't want to, I don't want to do that. That makes complete sense. I understand that. Yeah. Mm. So yeah, like I said, I've, I've, um. Oh, shit, I couldn't tell me. I've done like 20 or 30 levels or something. Not 2025, somewhere in there. Um, yeah, and it's good. I really enjoy it. I'm, I'm having fun. But yeah, it's that same thing. It's just kind of like, okay, cool. Let's, let's do it myself. And it's got local co-op as well as online co-op, which is awesome. Um, yeah, so I've only experienced the multiplayer from playing with yourselves. But no, I'm really, really enjoying it. And as I've mentioned, I've been in a bit of a funk as of late. Not really finding a game that has been singing to me. And I guess the sort of pick up and play nature of this game has allowed me to sort of, all right, cool, well, I'll play for a little bit. I don't have to like super invest myself in knowing that I'm just not caring at the moment. Pardon me, which certainly makes it easier to be like, all right, well, I'll just do this for a little bit and I'll try get the 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 pro time. <laughs> oh, the hiccups now apparently. Like I'll try get the pro time and then I'll then I'll bounce. Which, is, which has been really cool. Really cool. But yeah, great game. is available as part of uh, PlayStation Plus this month, which we'll get to shortly. Um, what else have I been playing? So uh, weirdly, as I mentioned last week, I was being in the little rut that I am, and I'm like, well, I'm enjoying the games like like your moving outs, etc., which does tell me like maybe it's that sort of repetitive grind is what I'm getting excited for, right? Maybe that's something that's kind of piquing my interest, that not having to think too hard, just jumping in. So... As a result, I did 
uh, download uh, uh, Assassin's Creed Valhalla and Far Cry 5. So Far Cry 5 did have a recent, semi-recently PS5 update. Uh, it's a PS4 version, but it reads like a pro, so you can start, you can play it at 60 frames, etc. So that's been pretty cool. Um, and then I went into, yeah, Assassin's Creed Valhalla. I started the game fresh, and I was went, oh, this is actually really cool. I kind of, I'm liking returning to Valhalla. The, the Norse setting is still pretty fantastic. Uh, Ivor is great as a character. I like where it's going. I know it's still on your uh, list of games I should have finished in 2022, um, which you never did because it's bold strategy, Cotton. We never will. No, probably never will. Way too big. Yeah. Um, but yeah, like so jumping back into that's pretty cool because it's still still early days. So still in that first area. Well, yeah, it's cool. And it, it's ticked that box a little bit so far. Which I appreciate. <sighs> Work yourself back. Is there anything that's jumping out of you? Um, I rolled credits on Remnant 2. Oh, nice. You Final. finally beat the boss? Finally beat the boss. So I beat the end game boss twice this week. Um, After all so, that struggle. Yeah, so we, we had reset our campaign about three separate times just to grind it out a little bit more. Uh, and for whatever reason, we went from like dying in phase one to literally neither of us going down for the entire fight. Nice whatever whatever happened it just clicked for us that of that time we got it done uh then i re-went in and did it solo and actually managed to one-shot the boss with my summoner build uh it was funny i walked into the fight there was a cutscene. uh the fight happened there was another cutscene to signify phase two and then there was another cutscene straight away to f- finish the game so you just went hadouken and I, then i, did, I didn't even shoot a bullet i just fucking walked in there and it died i'm like cool how that work so there was a <clears throat> there was a weird interaction between uh, a certain item and the summoner class. So the summoner class has a passive health regeneration skill, mm-hmm. and the ring gave you haste when regaining health. Mm-hmm. So because I was constantly regaining health, I was constantly gaining haste, and for some reason it stacked infinitely, and my creatures deal more damage the faster I am. So I just walked in and did like 30,000 damage in one hit because I was just juicing. <laughs> you were just up on the roids. You went in and decimated them all. That's uh, genuinely that, quite it, impressive. But your haste stacks reset whenever you reload or you shoot. Mm. So I couldn't do anything. I had to just run around and hope that my, my, my minions would actually hit the boss. So it just worked Was that a well. conscious decision heading into that thing? Oh yeah, I I knew I I knew that there was a that there was a weird interaction with it. So I'm like, I'm gonna try this out for myself. And yeah, knowing it. your your love of min maxing and being a, like fucking sweaty when it comes to D and D or role playing. Yeah. So. Well, well, speaking of D and D, I will move on to more Baldur's Gate three. Yeah. Um, my poor computer had a rough time last night. Oh, so no. in Baldur's Gate three, there's a lot of different ways that you can handle combat. Hmm. You know, you can fight it out normally as a D&D encounter or you can do what a lot of people online have coined the term barrelmancy uh, so basically yeah barrelmancy okay. so I used to do it in Divinity Divinity 2 basically you just carry around a bunch of explosive barrels ah uh, yeah on your turn you just fucking drop all the barrels on the battlefield fucking blow everyone up so in Baldur's Gate 3, there's similar things. So, you know, there's there's smoke bombs, there's bottles of grease that catch on fire, there's acid bottles, there's 
all these things that will affect the terrain that will deal damage to an enemy. Mm-hmm. Turns out if you put all of those potions in a bag, you can just throw the bag instead of throwing each individual potion. And then you set the bag on fire, and then all the potions in the bag all detonate at the same time. <laughs> oh so I, I've now I've now started yeeting satchels of fucking explosives at people, <laughs> blowing them up. But there was a there's an interesting um it happened it happened last night. I actually re-rolled my character. I wasn't having fun with it. I was playing a monk and I wasn't having fun. Um, so I swapped to Bard. I'm actually I'm running three separate campaigns with three different groups. And well, I'm remember, a, yeah, remember last week you were saying I want to be a Bard. I'd rather be a Bard. I'm, I'm, run, I'm running Bards in all three campaigns. Mm. Uh, and um, early, fairly early on in the game, you you stumble across a a village filled with ogres. Mm-hmm. And I walk in. The ogres are like, "Are you friend or food?" I'm like, "I'm friend." I convinced these people that I was their friend, and they're like. Well, we're fighting for we're fighting for the goblins. I'm like, hey, I want to kill the goblins. How about you help me kill these goblins? And once you've killed them, I will pay you a thousand gold. And they're like, nah, nah, we we want to be paid up front. I'm like, no, nah, no, nah, you can trust me. I'm a bard. I will pay you. And they're like, okay. I rolled my rolled to deceive them. They're like, yep, cool. We're happy with that. And um, I warned my friend, I'm like, hey, just to let you know, at the end of this battle, if I'm calling these guys in, they're going to want their thousand gold, and I don't fucking have a thousand gold. Okay, so we're going to we're gonna fucking cross this bridge. We may have to kill these assholes <laughs> when we're finished. Okay. Battle, fin- battle finishes, and he's like, where's my fucking thousand gold, dude? And I'm like, how about you stay and fight again, and I'll give you two and a half thousand gold next time. Rolls the dice, succeeds. And he's like, okay. You, you you blow my horn later and I'll come running with my mates and we'll two and a half thousand gold. Deal. So we're gonna cross that bridge next time that happens. <laughs> <laughs> spoiler, I still don't even have the thousand gold that I was wow. supposed to pay in the first time. Uh the game is so much fun. Mm. In all three of my campaigns, they're all going a completely different way because of the, the gameplay style that I play differently with each person. Mm-hmm everything's going crazy like you know in one campaign i saved the refugees uh, in another they accidentally were all murdered by the druids because i yeah i kind of accidentally like caused dissent between them and the druids that they were living with and the druids like fuck these guys then and they killed them all in the third one i got arrested for pickpocketing (laughs) turns out i didn't do a very good job (laughs) so now i'm on the run anytime i go into town they're like hey Thief. Hey, you're Stop. the guy that stole the thing that one time. They're like, how did you get out of prison, motherfucker? <laughs> um, so and you're like, I'll give it, you two and a half thousand dollars if you fuck off. <laughs> that's what that's what got me in jail. The guys, I'm like, here's fifty gold to look the other way. He's like, I don't play that way, fool. <laughs> Locked me up. I'm like, oh no, I'm arrested. <laughs> Picks lock and gets out straight away. The game is so much fun. Mm. Um, it's just. It's it's the closest thing available to playing D and D in a virtual space. Yeah, and that's sort of the reviews that I've been hearing of it. Is like if you want that like true tabletop role playing uh, experience, weirdly this is the one, which is yeah. very interesting. Yeah. So you know, I, I said it last week. It's, it's got cross save with PlayStation. If you want to check it out now, you can. It's available on PC. If not, September sixth coming to PlayStation Five. For, like 
fucking great. How is it? Like, how's the menus and the UI? Like, do you think it would translate pretty easy to console? I think it would. I think it would suck bumhole on a controller. Mm. I don't know anyone who would play. I know it has full controller support on the PC version. Mm. So, like, if you were training yourself to play controller to begin with, it probably would be fine. Mm -hmm. But just having that freedom of point and click with a mouse, because there are a lot of different stuff in the in the hot bar, in the action bar. So, so I'm just currently going to pull up Steam. Funny enough, see how much it is. Oh, hang on, it's a hundred and twenty dollars. She well, I know that's that's cost on the uh, on the consoles. Is it the same? I, I bought it in early access for like forty bucks. I know, and I hate you. Three years ago, uh, it's eighty nine ninety five on the that's, Steam store. Okay. Oh, so that's yeah, yeah, because it's the basic edition. Yeah. Yeah, so it's ninety dollar dues, or you get the deluxe edition for an extra fourteen fifty. Yeah. So it makes it hundred something, right? So. I mean, granted, it value for money, like just in an hourly value i i'm still in act one mm. and i've been playing for like 50-ish hours yeah and i can i can say i understand that i'm like oh cause i'm not a really big crpg guy normally yeah the only one that really got me was probably uh, uh disco elysium and even then the the amount of choice and variability actually made me really anxious because I'm like, oh, what if I fuck it up? What if I make the wrong choice? It's like that's, and, and I know, obviously, with my old job being tabletop, like you know, we just, just gotta do that saves coming, dude. Just gotta like hit that 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 quick save before mm. every dialogue option, just in case you fuck it up. Yeah, no, it's, it's, it's brutal. So, so you, or you play how I play, and you live and die with your consequences. Yeah, no, that makes me anxious because I think I'm playing. No, that I think I'm playing the game wrong, and then I go, oh. But yeah, ninety bucks, I'd probably be okay with. Not right now, but I'd probably be okay with it. But uh, yeah, 129 or whatever it is on the PlayStation. Rough. Mm. Rough. Should have bought it in early access. Yeah, I, I didn't have a PC that could play it there. <laughs> but other than that, that's, that's pretty much it. That's yeah, it. That's, that's all I've been playing this week. Yeah, not too bad. You know, mine's sort of in the same boat. Uh, I was hoping to play WrestleQuest this week. Oh, actually, no. There is one other thing that I played. Yeah just touch upon it like super super quick because yeah. i only played like an hour or two played the mmo palea oh yeah pals of palea whatever it is yeah it's it's basically it's better than an mmo rpg there's, there's fucking so far no combat it's just mm. farming and fishing and house building it fucking sucks with dinosaurs <laughs> i mean it looks good Is that the dinosaur one uh, i don't think there's any dinosaurs if mm. there are there i haven't seen any is, is it on a console or is it on the pcs on Switch and PC only. Ow. It's very bizarre. <laughs> you have a brand new PC. It's free to play. It's farming. It's and it's, it's a 3D Stardew Valley. Palea. How do you spell it? P-A-L-I-A. Is it on the it's Switch? On Steam? Three... Yes. No. Maybe. I don't know. I, I, went to, I went to their website and downloaded their launcher directly. Oh. Well, it's, it's literally it's literally 3D Stardew Valley. All right, well, then I have Stardew to Valley kind of has combat, but this doesn't, to my knowledge. Palea, let's have a squiz. Uh, oh, it's, it's, this it's, one. All right, yeah, okay, I'm getting this Moon, the MMO. Mixed up with another one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's Harvest Moon, the MMO. Oh, yeah, this is pretty sick. Oh, it's in open beta. Oh, okay. mm. oh, oh, hello. Oh, look at all these cool little characters. Oh, I can be a cat man with keys. Oh, no, he's just the shopkeeper. Oh. 
So you you were you were before I rudely cut you off. You were, you were about to say that you were looking forward to WrestleQuest, uh, but it got just, delayed just, uh, day of launch. Um, <laughs> I got to sign up. I'll do that later. Um, yeah. So WrestleQuest was meant to come out this week, as we discussed uh, a couple weeks ago. Uh, where it's this cool little uh, uh, two point five D uh wrestling game where you play as an action figure and you go around and wrestle a bunch of like you know old wrestlers whether it be like dd diamond dallas page macho man randy savage jake the snake roberts etc uh which is very weird and very silly but yeah it was originally meant to come out on thursday but then literally the morning of delayed to the 22nd so as i because i was leaving the morning the tuesday morning that it was coming out and I was like, all right, cool. Well, I will download it before I go because it launches at, you know, it didn't launch at midnight. I'm like, all right, well, I'll go to bed and I'll wake up and I'll download it before I before I fly out. And it didn't. I was like, oh, shit, it's going to be one of those ones where it's going to like go live at like three in the afternoon or something. Yeah. All right, cool. And then sure enough, yeah, and then, you know, about midday, out comes one of those PAGs. <sighs> Sorry. Well, the apology JPEGs being like, hey, it turns out we had a problem where uh, there's a there's a bug where it will just delete save files. So yeah, apparently there was like a gnarly game progression bug yeah. where the game couldn't progress past a certain point. So they were like, "Yeah, we're just going to hold it until the twenty second. And I was like, "Oh, that's a good reason, though. That is a really <laughs> good reason." Like rather than saying, "Oh, it just needs polishing or whatever," like I do truly res- have put my respect out there to the studio for for going this is why and we have to delay it for these reasons rather than being like oh you know we're just gonna do some bug fixes we're just gonna you know make it prettier they're like no no, it's kind of fucked is what we've got to do and yeah big fan of that um uh bug in wrestling wrestle quest yes bug in wrestle quest um so i ended up emailing them as well because i was going to chase down a code for the console version so I'll wait and see on that one uh emailed them and they're like oh yeah cool that, that we love you know i did the whole hey i love games and i love wrestling i actually work in wrestling here's blah blah blah, blah. and they're like that's sick yeah oh but we can't help you out they have to talk to skybound because they're publishing the games and they're the ones handing out keys here's the email so i hit them up hopefully i hear something soon um but yeah that's kind of it i think all right, let's get into this section recording the form of plays where we tell you about what happened this week in games. Now, first of all, Max, you haven't put us on one at the top, but it is the name of the episode, so we're going to kick things off with that. Only because I know, I, look, I sneakily made it the title. It's an endearing title. Ah, well, Not like, to talk yours, about. You can, you can take it. All right, I'm going to scroll down to where we find it in the quick pretty so we can expand on it. Where is it? Here it is. Okay, so this week, after has something that's been in the rumor mills for a little while is the idea that red dead redemption the original on playstation 3 was getting some sort of remake or remaster and then recently it was rated as part of the korean ratings board I'm like oh shit something's coming getting excited and then we saw rockstar you know the logo for rockstar games presents red dead redemption I'm like shit something's coming get excited don't Turns out, it's a straight port from PS3 to PS4. That's right, not 5, 4. Uh, it'll be running at the same resolution, uh, 1080p, 30 frames. Uh, multiplayer will be removed. You get undone, Undead Nightmares, that's pretty cool. Um, no various modes, no nothing. 
straight port. So for all those that wanted a remake in some capacity, whether it be remade into the Red Dead 2 engine or remastered to be able to run at the backwards compatibility function on Xbox at 4K60, you're, you're playing the original game, but backwards compatibility can make it pretty. No, 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 fuck that noise. We get less than what, the, than what Xbox gets right now from the original game. Coming to Switch and PC. Uh, sorry, Switch and PlayStation. No PC. For a hundred bucks. For a hundred dollars. Fifty dollars US, a hundred dollars Australian. A thirteen year old game just moved from one platform to another. And admittedly and admittedly, it's not even being made by Rockstar. Like they have with the GTA three re- uh, so the G- the GTA remakes, they have farmed it off to a port studio. Uh, this case, it wasn't Grove Street Games who did uh, the PS three. Uh, sorry, the remakes of uh, GTA three Vice City and San Andreas. Instead, they've gone with someone else. Now, for the net for life, me, I can't remember the name. Um, but yeah, so it's interesting that they've moved it across. Uh, now, admittedly, the team, which I can't remember right now... Uh, it's not that interesting considering the fucking shitstorm that was the GTA. Well, that was, my, that was what I was going to say. So they're like, not coming off the GTA remar- uh, remakes, being like, hey, you made these so bad, so bad, that we're going we're gonna to do it again. So they've gone the complete safest option of just doing nothing at all, which is interesting. Um, but yeah, so the team that they've got, the, the team has done a bunch of various port works. They did for, some Fallout 76 stuff. Uh, they've done some of the, the Stardust Ultra, some moving stuff to Vita, etc. Um, I love Red Dead Redemption. I think that game is brilliant. It's fantastic. And it always ran like ass on PS3. Always. So having it run better, mint coming to ps4 okay is it getting any pro support or any ps5 version no i can't believe that yeah over on the other over on the other competing console the base game not this remastered sorry not this ported version the original version can self upscale to 4k at 60 and we and like it just everyone else gets nothing or just gets the game at an exorbitant price. I titled this Red Dead ripoff for a reason because I believe it's it's a little bit unacceptable. For a number of reasons, right? We know that Rockstar and Take-Two have a stack of money, yet they've made the choice to not invest in Red Dead, so much so that like they, they didn't really invest in Red Dead Online in any capacity. Like The only thing they seem to want to fund or support is GTA Online, and I think this supports that. And it tells you exactly what their plans are. And like the rumor mill as of late is GTA 6 is, is you know, as we know, it's in production. Um, it's probably going to be one of the most expensive games ever made. Um, you know? It's interesting. Max, what's your thoughts? Um, yeah, it's, it's a fucking joke. I think I was trying to actually look up the price of a disc copy of Red Dead Redemption at the mm. moment. Uh, but I can't because my fucking keyboard stopped working. So, <laughs> um, you there um, was enough time we can get a second hand for like twenty bucks, not even. At I, EB. Think, I think they're cheaper now. That's yeah. what I wanted to look. They'll suddenly spike back up again. 
now that there's a bit of demand for them again? Only only Xbox versions. Mm. Um, it's ridiculous. It's it's crazy stupid. And for the and for someone at Take Two to come out and be like, "This is what we commercially believe that it's fucking worth." It's yeah, yeah. They're like, oh, like everyone's like, "Why so much?" He's like, "Well, that aligns with what everyone else is paying, so it's commercially accurate." Yeah, here, here we go. So, um, Take Two Interactive, uh, so. so- for a straight port, not a remaster, no enhancements outside of text and additional languages, no 60 frame upgrade, no enhanced assets, no resolution boost, fuck all. Um, yeah, CEO Strauss Zelnick, just quote, straight up quote, that's just what we believe is the commercially accurate price for it. Which is a fucking bold strategy when Baldur's Gate 3 is $10 more expensive. Yeah. And it's a brand new game that is huge. Yeah, and not a 13-year-old game. <sighs> Would you buy it? <laughs> I oh. actually think I still have a disc version and I could play it on Xbox. Well, I've, I have an, expo- an, an Xbox an Xbox version somewhere around here. So, because when I, I am my... There uh, you go. If I, I can't find mine, I'll come and steal yours. Because <laughs> <laughs> I previously had a Series S. Wait. 1S. A 1S. Um... So I, I did buy it knowing that I could replay it and it was awesome. But then I can't get trophies. So, pfft, ball bags. But uh, yeah, I'll probably wait till it goes on sale because screw paying 100 bucks. But it is tempting because I really like Red Dead Redemption. But uh, for those of you who are watching at home or listening, be sure to let us know whether you'll be uh, jumping on the Red Dead Redemption's port, report, I guess. Um, it is way too much money. It's fucking stupid. For absolutely, Crazy. absolutely nothing. It's weird, like for for a studio that is yeah has has created the most the most the best selling piece of entertainment in history in GTA Five, and there there is just swimming in dollars that they put the minimalist amount of work in. It's insane. Yeah, I mean, mute in the chat asks, is it really a hundred dollars in the AU? Yes, it is. Yes, yeah. It is. So it's. it's- yeah, so I think currently we're getting like sixty cents to the dollar yeah. in the conversion. So it'd be like ninety dollar game. Yeah, so for us, so the way to think about it, because the the standard price in the US for a brand new game is sixty bucks or seventy bucks. I think it's sixty. Our RRP for a game is one twenty, so it's essentially double it. So with the idea that this is launching at forty nine ninety five US. Um, it's reason to believe that it'll be sitting at $100 for Australian. Um, Because right now you you cannot see the pricing for it on either Switch or PS4. Um, I hope that means they'll be contemplating altering that price, but no. You want some bang for your bucks though. My guess is, yeah, my guess is fuck all. But as as you just alluded to, here are the games coming to the PlayStation Extra and Premium tiers. So they'll be launching on the 15th of this month. Uh, there are a few caveats uh, in, in this. Uh, so the first one off the bat is Sea of Stars, PS5, PS4. Isn't available till its launch date of the 29th of August. We have Dreams on PS4, moving out to PS5, PS4. Destiny 2, The Witch Queen, PS5, PS4. Lost Judgment. Destroy All Humans 2, Reprobed, PS5, PS4. Two Point Hospital Jumbo Edition coming to PS4 only. 
Source of Madness, both. Curse to Golf, both. PJ Masks, Heroes of the Night, both. Hotel Transylvania, Scary Tale Adventures, both. Lawn Mowing Simulator, the Landmark Edition, is coming to both, but not until the 28th of August. And lastly, we have Spellforce 3 Reforced and Midnight Fight Express, both coming to PlayStation 4. For premium and deluxe tiers, we have Medieval Resurrection PSP, Ape Escape on the Loose PSP, and Pursuit Force Extreme Justice PSP. Yeah, my PS1 classics, motherfuckers. <laughs> so the big ones of note here is Sea of Stars, uh, moving out too. Witch Queen is pretty cool. Uh, Two Point Hospital, I had a lot of time with. Uh, PJ Mask Heroes of the Night, I got for my son a while ago, uh, and it's not very good. Um, and 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 you know that you're gonna play lawn mowing simulator because you're a sucker for. No, someone. I tried playing lawn mow uh, lawn mow simulator, uh, and it didn't do it for me. It really uh, just didn't. Um, but you are absolutely correct. Premium deluxe, the premium slash deluxe edition, absolutely disgusting. And once again, very very limited uh, releases here. Yeah. Anything jumping out to you, Max? Save uh, stars. Save stars. Yeah, the team behind from Messenger, which we cool. Now, the thing that huh, excuse me, be excited, is Atmos, the the Dolby Atmos. We do know that the support's coming in, in the, one of the next updates, and Mark Cerny, head uh, lead architect over at the PlayStation, uh, has had an interview with a digital foundry explaining exactly how Dolby Atmos works within the system's upcoming firmware update. He says, quote, up until the most recent update, the Tempest engine would render the information in ambisonic channels into headphones, stereo TV speakers, and 5.1 and 7.1 audio setups, he explained. Quote, now 7.1.4 has been introduced. So that's seven facing inward speakers, one subwoofer, and four shooting upward, just for, just for those playing at home. Um, and that's essentially what it says with its four overhead speakers. But nothing really changes in the overall Tempest rendering strategy. The 36 ambisonic channels already include audio coming from all directions, including above the player. He added, It is true that the game teams could not test with these speaker setups, but support should be pretty automatic. The necessary game audio data is already there in ambisonic form. Going forward, there's an opportunity for improvement as the sound designers can uh, verify the highest quality of audio on 7.1.4 speaker setups as well. So, in, in the other words, the Tempest audio system is already rendering sound in a 3D space. And that information is then simply being mapped to Dolby Atmos format. When a user has the requisite hardware, like this guy, moving forward, audio engineering teams will likely test their mixes in 7.1.4 uh, for optimal quality, but the transition should be fairly automatic, even in games programmed before the firmware update. So I love my Atmos setup. A good friend of the show, Chris, uh, who works at a, a local uh, sort of hardware re retailer, uh, was kind of, he always wanted to organize me my exceptional TV. And then I went back and be like, I need a good sound bar. And he's like, here's this one. It's his incredible Samsung, a Samsung Atmos setup. Uh, watching movies in it is incredible. Um, as you experience, you know, things coming up and above, up, up and above you and over you. It's awesome. Like, uh, like Star Wars is actually surprisingly really good. And then Atmos run, uh, and the MCU stuff is really good. Uh, Top Gun Maverick has that really cool. And so, yeah, it make, does excite me to sort of play, uh, various games. Like Starfield would be one, even though I'm probably playing on PC. Um, Max, because you just use your standard TV speakers, don't you? you don't, yeah. Yeah, you don't have a bar or nothing? Oh. No, not yet. 
<sighs> it's on the list. It's on the list. We'll get there eventually. Does here does the idea of of games in Atmos get you excited? No, because I only play games with headphones, so oh. it's not a big deal. And um, they already do surround sound anyway, so oh. it's not it's not a huge issue for me. Because uh, I can't stand playing games on a TV. Oh, I get that. I get that. But yeah, like I said, the knowing that's going to be mostly an automatic transition as well. Because the last thing is like, hey, we have this new support. It's like when they did the PS Pro. Like, hey, here's the PS4 Pro. Uh, games can receive patches to make them run better. Is it mandatory? No. Um, are we doing anything? No. So it's completely on the dev side. Did anyone do it? Not really. Yeah. So it is. It is good that it's an it's, that it's going to be an automatic transition. It's already kind of sort of built in. Yeah. Support. Like, cool. Yeah. The the previous supports for new models are a bit shit. But uh, it, you know, PlayStation have been hit and miss when they come to the new models. So, mm. well, speaking of new models, <gasps> it's almost like I knew what the next story was. There's been some slim leaks. Oh, uh, yeah. So, an image was uploaded to the Chinese forum of A9VG, claiming oh, to show what who the rumor doesn't know A9VG Max <laughs> uh, to show what the rumored new PS5 slim model uh, could look like. Since then, a video has been uploaded to the website formerly known as Twitter, uh, showing off what it claims to be the PlayStation 5 Slim. It's a short, like, it's like a 30-second video um, showing pretty much a very similar-looking yeah, it's, 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 structure. it's got just holding in it. It's got, um, it's got like, the it, light it, through the metal, very similar to the 4. The, the disc looks way fatter. <laughs> the, the disc area looks way fatter. Um, and then obviously from inside of gaming, so I love in the chat the re- the Reverend Park themselves. If I have a, if I had a dollar every time I heard about a nine a nine VG, I'd still be broke. Yeah, I would yeah. be in the exact same position I was right now. Yeah. <laughs> so inside of gaming's Tom Henderson, who has correctly reported a number of PlayStation Five hardware related releases, uh, including the upcoming PlayStation earbuds and the Project Q streaming device. I uh, did also point out that the PS5 Pro is in the works and that this leak should be taken with a grain of salt as it is completely unverified. Mm-hmm. Uh, so he's not ruling it out that it doesn't exist, but it is completely unverified. All those videos are still online uh, at the moment. Yeah. Nothing's been like copyright struck or taken down or anything like that. Um, so yeah, we'll see what happens. Although it is claimed that Sony plans to release the model next month. So we'll find out soon. If it's yeah. real or not. So this is a tough one for me because like I like I have my PS5 standard, it's fine. But now that I travel in a state often, like I'll take it with me, but it weighs like six kilos. You know what the uh, the carry on limit is, Max? Yeah, fuck all. Seven kilos. Mm-hmm. Yeah, my entire carry on. Wrap it in a towel and put it in your fucking check luggage. No way. You have you seen what they do to check luggage? Cool, I said wrap it in a towel. Bubble wrap that bitch. <laughs> no, I just put it I just put it in a backpack and put everything else in my car, in my checks. That's fine. <laughs> so the idea of a slimmer version does entice me, which you know, and it'd be cool. Cause even like I was I was kind of thinking I, I don't have the money to do it, but I'm like, oh, wouldn't that be nice if I could have the digital edition that I would take to Sydney with me? Because there's no disk drive and I can just put the games that I want to play on it and take it up there. That'd be brilliant. One thing that was shown off was they showed the, the power supply unit. Yeah. Apparently it is smaller than the current iteration, Ooh. but it's no less power efficient. <laughs> oh. Which is interesting. Yeah, I, I, I remember that book when the, was it the PS3? 
It was the PS3. <laughs> it had the equivalent power consumption of a fridge. Just because it was a fucking beef. It's a big beefcake of a console. Yeah. <laughs> and I imagine the PS5 is very similar. And it's just this big honking fucking thing. It just draws power like a prick. But, uh, yeah, look, it's you, we might be needing a PS4 Pro, a PS5 Pro at some point, Max. Like, there's already reports, I think it's coming out of, um, came out of Evo, where, like, people that have put, like, headphone dongles and stuff on the back of their P- the PS5s, because the heat just pumping out of that console, it's, like, melting and fucking up USB systems, which is exciting. Yeah, and a lot then, of people's controller inputs are yeah, melted. Yeah, and as, like, uh, you know, as... As we make bigger and more intense games, they're going to be pushing that system even harder. In the same way that the end of the PS4's life cycle, that motherfucker was like levitating. It was gutting so hard in that fan. And no, one I, did, of the, I did remember how loud my PS4 was when I tried to play Horizon Forbidden West. Yeah, and then like, or, or another game like you know Last of Us Part Two, right? So that's like absolutely insane. Like I remember, it's like, Wah. I'm like, oh my god, I think my fucking console is about to die. So I can't imagine whatever naughty dog do next would be uh what nice to my console but and we have to think about these things now because neil Druckmann has confirmed that he is writing and directing a currently unannounced ps5 game what a fucking segue that was some fucking high level professional shit and then i then i pointed out and ruined it um so shuffles within naughty dog's executive ranks have recently saw the last of us creator pronounced to co-studio head but it looks like he's not going to retain the highly creative role within. Uh, so he will retain the highly creative role within the company as he turns his attention to the developer's next project. There's strong speculation that this will be The Last of Us Part Three, but there's there's also been talk of new IP being in the pipeline at the Californian company. Obviously, it's been over three years since The Last of Us Part Two launched, and while the teams remade the original game and a TV show in the interim, it sounds like it sounds like its long-anticipated standalone multiplayer spin-off of uh, spin-off game has gone back to the drawing board. Oh, rough times if your factions, but this is the thing, Max. Do you want to see Naughty Dog do something else? Uh, part of me is like you know if it ain't broke don't fix it mm. just keep doing what you're good at you've been knocking it out of the park why why go crazy um and then you look at gorilla who did just that and now they're now they're the horizon guys yeah um yeah i don't know yeah that was that was going to kind of be my point in that <laughs> Oh, you know, you, you never want to be pigeonholed as this thing, but if you're so good at it, like, like it, it is one of those things where it's been so long. So, like, I think the development on uh, part two was about five years, and that came out in 2020. So let's just say 2016, 2015, 2016, uh, through to what 2023. That's seven years. Let's say whatever this new 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 game in is will probably take three years four years because i imagine it's, it's probably an early pre-production because they've been focusing on focusing on factions so that means for the better part of like a decade minimum naughty dog has just been working on the last of us so i'd hate for you to work there and not give a fuck about you know be there like i don't care about last last of us and i yeah, love just- part two and I think it does end in such a way that benefits from a part three. 
Oh, for sure. Do I want it? Yes, because obviously The Last of Us uh, is brilliant, as was the TV series. Um, but if we don't do something different, then we will get then PlayStation will get stagnant and boring, and new IPs is where it's at. That's you, how we, you, that's how okay. we get MCU shit. No, that's how we get You'll, Phase Four. You, you say that PlayStation will become stagnant and boring, but you could argue that all their games are the same anyway. No, oh, I'm, I'm not arguing. That like, at all. like, see, but they, see, for me, I love third like person over the shoulder like, action like, games. Naughty Dog aren't going to be like, "Hey guys, we're making a fucking isometric CRPG as our next game." No, it's going to be fucking mint. Everyone's going to love it. No, that's not what they're going to do. They're going to make the same game with a slightly different story. Yeah, and which is fine by me because I love over-the-shoulder third-person action adventure yeah, yeah, games no, with narratively driven. Like that's perfect for me. And Naughty Drog, Naughty Drog, that's right. Naughty Dog are the best in the biz when it comes to doing exactly that. So yeah, give me that. Give me Last of Us, awesome. Give me something else, awesome. I have enough faith and trust to put something, you know, something together, right? Yeah. All right. Well. I still haven't watched this, but I know you've watched some of it. Yeah, Let's talk it, yeah. about fucking Twisted Metal. So Peacock's adaptation of Twisted Metal for TV has only been out for a couple of weeks. Uh, NBC Universal has revealed that people couldn't tear their eyes off the screen for themselves or themselves off the couch, becoming the, quote, most binged new comedy series to date. Uh, on average, viewers watch roughly three episodes at a time. Um, uh, while the exact figures aren't shown... Others knocked out all 10 in a single sitting. <laughs> Nielsen's data finds that viewers watched Twisted Metal for a combined 400 million viewing minutes, making it one of the week's most watched streaming originals. Well, even as you mentioned, your mum, big fan. Yeah, my parents got real into it. They're like, have you watched Twisted Metal? I'm like, no. And they're like, you should watch it. I'm like, mm, I'm probably not going to. <laughs> I, hearing this, reading this, does it kind of make you go, oh, maybe? No. No, not at all. Really? I don't like anyone in the show. Well, no, no actually, that's a very good point. Even before they announced you know Twisted Metal, you were like, you were very adamant, fuck Anthony Mackie. Like, for years, you've had that stance. This could be about anything, and I still wouldn't watch it because I don't like any of the actors in the show. What, even the bird from uh, uh, Brooklyn Nine-Nine? I mean, she's fine. But, like, you know, I, I don't think I've ever watched, really watched anything with Will Arnett in it. I don't give a shit about Samoa Joe. Like, that's, there's no that's one really in disgusting. it. That is the Ring of Honor there's TV no champion right there, Max. There's no one really in it that draws my... That, you know, that... I just don't care. And, like, Twisted Metal's not a... Not, a, like, a huge part of my childhood gaming. No, and we tried, we both played it recently and went, Ooh, that was not a good idea. <laughs> if anything, it made me more or less likely to fucking watch the TV show. Um... But yeah, I mean, everyone I've spoken to who's said it's like, ah, oh, it's really good. It's 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 a comedy. And I'm like, yeah, it's bizarre, but sure. <laughs> like, I feel like if I wanted to watch a show that this is kind of like, I just should watch Mad Max. Uh, tonally, they're very different, but yeah, you technically yeah, probably could. Yeah, one's eh? a comedy and one's not. But mm. if I wanted that post-apocalyptic fucking car nonsense. And like, yeah. yeah. I think you should so, at least watch episode one. Sorry, Peacock. Back. Watch one more, one, watch episode one and then come back next week. What do you reckon? Sure, fine. I'll watch episode one. Oh, we'll watch, I, I've watched maybe, three, so maybe I'll watch the remaining maybe, seven. Maybe it'll, 
maybe it'll become the most binged <laughs> TV show in my house. I doubt it. <sighs> but I do kind of like the idea of you going, fuck this, and then, like, it's, let's say Wednesday, I get a message being like, I've watched seven episodes. <laughs> yeah, I like the show, but I still fucking hate like, Anthony fuck, Mackie. <laughs> fuck Anthony Mackie, that falcon prick, but, like, you know what? The guys are pretty cool. All right, so... Next, next piece of news. One of the big things to come out of ABK, hey, the story's not about ABK, everyone, fucking calm down, was the discussion around cloud streaming. With this. Cloud streaming was always the big thing. So a little while ago, Sony has announced its plan to implement a cloud streaming service for the PS, for PS5 games specifically. While no time frame was provided, it did look as though we were going to be getting something close to launch, or close to the launch of PS5. Uh, Sony had then been con- had been contacting selected users, PS Plus premium members specifically, inviting them to test out PS5 game streaming. Now, we shouldn't clarify this is in the US. No one re- got reached out here that I'm aware of because they're in their bags. Once you have access to the test, which is separate to the PS5 uh, software beta program, mm-hmm. it's different, uh, you'll be able to stream PS5 games featured in the PS Plus game catalog as well as supported titles that you already own it appears excuse me you'll be able to choose a streaming resolution of up to 4k depending on how speedy your internet is uh there is no word on when on whether ps5 streaming will launch for all ps plus members but again the fact that it's been publicly tested suggests it's not much farther away this functionality will be part of sony's quote aggressive plans in the cloud gaming space now, Max, I personally couldn't give a flying fuck about cloud cloud gaming. I, think, I, I mean, I think we've both said it on multiple times. I never ever want to fucking stream a game ever. Mm-hmm. The slightest piece, of, the slightest bit of input lag does my head in. Um, I, I don't know why anyone would want to do this. Um, it's just a, it's just a less, it's just a shittier version of playing the game that I already have. If I have the ability to download it like assuming that you can stream it in 4k it means you're going to be able to download that mother that game in you know 20 30 minutes anyway because your internet speeds that's good just download the fucking game yep you will have a better experience go make yourself a sandwich have a cup of coffee come back game's done you can play it properly yeah or even then for me i look at this as going oh this is showing us what the q light is supposed to be doing in essence right but like well if this thing only does streaming, well, that's a little bit poo. Like, if you can only work in remote play, wow, this suddenly changes it. If the if the fact that we can that we we might be able to do, uh, yeah, cloud streaming as well as remote play, the Q light suddenly becomes a slightly more interesting device for some people. Yeah, no, it's not for me. No, I, I like this. I like the idea. Cloud streaming is always good, but the laws of physics just get in the way, you know, and latency is going to be a concern. So you need to specifically play games that require no input lag. Uh, sorry, require the, uh, like, t- turn-based, probably the best way to go. Because mm-hmm. if second there's anything that has mild input delay, you don't want to play it because you're going to have a bad time. Yeah. All right, Ryan, have you ever wanted to go back and play an old PlayStation game? Actually, no, like- I legitimately have, like... Because as I mentioned last week, when I shut up, set up my shelf, all my old PS2 games, my PS3 games, I'm like, I think I want to go back and play them. 
And have you ever gone, I wish I could use my fucking PS4 or PS5 controller on my PlayStation 1? Well, now that, you mention it, now that you mention it, yes, because those old controllers suck. Well, fucking 8-Bitdo has your back. Oh, that's good to know. This sounds like product placement. It's not. I'm just genuinely interested. <laughs> so, uh, 8-Bitdo has been putting out some seriously cool tech for a while now. It's very, It's various controllers are some of the best third-party offerings that you can get. Uh, the company have just created their quite possibly most interesting gizmo yet for me mm. the 8-bit retro receiver for playstation is a dongle you can plug directly into a ps1 or ps2 that lets you use your dualshock 4 dualsense or edge boy to play your favorite games oh hello and it's only 25 bucks us that's pretty that's pretty sexual actually Do you want to play PS1 games on your PS1 with your DualSense? Well, I want to play PS3 games, and the PS3 controller is really light and pooey. Nah, nah, apparently it's only for PS1, PS2. Well, fuck this thing. I don't want it anymore. Change of stance. <laughs> Change of stance. Uh, to be fair, you can use your PS4 controller in a PS3. You just have to have it plugged in oh. via the USB cable. Okay. Uh, the only issue is the PlayStation button doesn't work, so you can never bring up the menu. What? <laughs> PlayStation button doesn't work. That's, that's inconvenient because that's really important. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> All right, let's get into yeah. the quick biddies, Max. So amid the ABK buyout, Modern Warfare 3 will be playable first on your PlayStation. This one came out this week uh, through the TH, TH Nordic. How, how good is this? How good is this? I just literally did nothing of effort for this shout out on the quick bit. It's just... It's just but that's it. You destroyed South Park Snow Day, which which you're yeah, lucky that, that I saw the trailer because I saw I woke up and I was like, huh. I remember I remember seeing an email the day before about like, oh, these are all the times you can watch the THQ Nordic Showcase. I was like, oh, that's cool. I woke up, started scrolling through YouTube, and it's like South Park Snow Day. I'm like, the fuck is this? Because I love South Park. Essentially, it looks like a. A really shitty 3D A game. really shitty 3D uh, sort of battle royale almost. So that's the problem with South Park. The second you make it 3D, it looks like poo. We saw it on PS1. We saw it on 64. It doesn't work in 3D. However, to their credit, doesn't look as shitty, but it really doesn't look great either. So this looks to be, uh, yeah, some sort of South Park battle royale, which is interesting. And uh, I'll certainly be keen to, to have a look at it. I hope it's free, or at least very cheap. Uh, Alan Wake 2 is set for a brand new reveal at the uh, Opening Night Live Gamescom presentation, which is cool. That game's getting a lot of coverage, and it's coming out within two months, so that's pretty exciting. Uh, Keith David, not to be confused, confused with Craig David, uh, is set to take over as Destiny's Commander Zavala, so he will be replacing uh, the Lance the posthumous the Lance, Lance Reddick, the, re mm. the recently deceased Lance Reddick. Um, so da uh, Keith David, for me, he is he was in one of the latest seasons of <laughs> uh, of Community, um, is where I, I mean he has a very similar sort of lower register smooth voice so lance reddick and and him are very very similar and uh watching always sunny again as of late as i do there's an episode with lance reddick in it and it's very funny he's the president in rick and morty oh is he <laughs> even better 
so are you happy with that obviously being the destiny fan that you are it's not bad yeah uh lies of p has gone gold ahead of its september launch that's real soon max Mm. uh reverend puck says also to not be confused of uh, with david keith uh, because Keith David was... Oh, so he was also one, one of the heads in Halo as well. Yeah, he's been in a lot of video games. Yeah. Uh, obviously, Liza P, getting you moist? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, according to the latest earnings calls, Take-Two is expecting to make big money this fiscal year 24. So it's next, possibly... Next, fis- next fiscal year. The next fiscal year. So GTA 6, maybe... Well, certainly not, certainly not coming from Red Dead Redemption 2, you fuckholes. Well, I'm white. They only need to sell one fucking copy. That's true. <laughs> All right. Upcoming titles. <clears throat> this week, 15th of August, we have Black Skylands PS5, PS4, Everspace 2, PS5, Fireworld Pioneers coming to both, and Moving Out 2 coming to both. Mm. 16th of August, we have Rayland 2 coming to both. 17th of August, Dust and Neon PS5, Gord PS5, Hello Engineer both. That's a Kentucky weird work Ra- on Hello Neighbor. Hmm. Is it? Kentucky Route Zero TV Edition PS5, Marble It Up Zero coming to both. Oh Quantum my god, it's literally part of the Hello Neighbor universe. Get the fuck out of here. Oh, my son's going to shit himself. Red Dead Redemption, oh. PS4, Shadow Gambit, The Cursed Crew, coming to both, and Shinobi Non Grata, PS4. Oh my god, machinery building construction game set in the Hello Neighbor universe. No way. And then on the 18th of August, we have Fort Solace, PS5, Madden NFL 24, coming to both, Nico Journey, coming to both, Psycho Shooting Stars Alpha, PS4, Psycho Shooting Stars Bravo, PS4, and the Texas Chainsaw Massacre, PS5. So the big ones there are obviously, apparently, fucking um, Hello Engineer and, and Moving Out. Too. Yeah, so my son loves those Hello games. So not Hello games as in uh, as in uh, No Man's Sky. Uh, but yeah, anything from within that Hello Neighbor universe he's a big fan of. So that'll be a big tick. Uh, Hello, uh, uh, what's the other thing you just mentioned? Moving Out, Moving Out certainly moving up out there too. for me. Don't um, buy Red Dead Redemption for a hundred bucks. Yeah, wait for it to go on sale if it ever does. Uh, Madden people like sports. That Texas Chainsaw Massacre. We've been getting emails about that for months. Yeah, I think it's by the same guys who did Friday the Thirteenth and all that. I think it's oh, one yeah, of those games. All right. Well, that does bring us to the end of the show. Big thank you to everyone for checking in and listening to the show. We much appreciate it. Um, and for, you know, for those of you that as we discussed last week, you know, going watching on YouTube. Thank you. We uh, certainly hope we can get those numbers back up. So please uh, be sure to tell friends, family, anyone that might be interested in a PlayStation podcast that this one is available and they might get a kick out of it, maybe, hopefully. Wait and see. All right, everybody, let's let's do this. This PlayStation conversation happens every Monday morning at 8 a.m. on podcast services, including Apple Podcasts and Spotify, and 9 a.m. on those YouTubes. If you'd like to take part in future conversations with us, you can come check out our socials, Facebook, Discord, Instagram, and the website formerly known as Twitter. All of those links are found in the description below. If you want to join the conversation as it happens, head over to twitch.tv slash popcultures. We watch to record this show live where you can jump in the chat and become part of the show. If you want to support the show, you can tell your friends, tell your family about this PlayStation pod. If you are listening to your podcast service, be sure to give us a five-star rating and a written review. If you watch us on YouTube, be sure to like, subscribe, comment below. I endeavor to answer every single comment 
And if you want to support us financially, you can at patreon.com slash popcultures, as well as our merchandise store, popcultures.com slash shop, where you can buy shirts and other assorted shit without logos on it. But until next week, I'm Ryan Betson. I'm Max Cooper. And that was for the players. I just realized you're wearing your uh, Manscaped uh, shirt. You let everyone yeah. know that your balls are clean. Your balls are doing well. Wearing my Manscaped undies too. I've got, full, I've got full Manscaped. You're on du- double scaped. <laughs> totally not at the end of my washing list. <laughs> <laughs>